Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about faith, family, freedom, the state of Illinois, our nation, and conservative action. Here's David Smith and Monty Larrick. Well, thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. I'm Monty Larrick. I'm joined by Joseph Scheidler, the founder and president of the Chicago-based Pro-Life Action League. This conversation recorded near the Big Planned Parenthood in Flossmoor during the league's annual Face the Truth Tour, where life activists hold large photographs of aborted babies along busy streets near abortion centers. There are also pictures and signs that are hopeful and promote life. Joe, you're a veteran of the Face the Truth Tours. I've been covering them for some time now. Doesn't seem like anything changes all that much, but what about the reaction to the photographs over the years? Well, Monty, we've had every reaction you can imagine from people stopping and telling us that these pictures have changed their whole mind on abortion. They just never realized the baby starts looking like a human being so early on. Uh, on one of our truth tours, we counted 22 women who actually stopped, parked their cars, just to come over to tell us that the pictures had changed their mind. One woman was on her way to have an abortion. So we've had that reaction, but we've had a lot of negative reaction too. A lot of people go by and yell, my choice. We're called stupid. We've had things thrown at us. Uh, we've had cars look like they're going to drive right into us and then pull away. But we've been doing this now for 20 some years and they say seeing is believing, you know, that uh, a picture is worth 10,000 words and so on. And we find that to be true. I was brought into the movement by a picture. I saw a picture of an aborted baby uh, that was on a pamphlet that was put out by John and Barbara Wilkie years and years ago, back in 1972. And that changed me and made me look into abortion and study it and realize that everybody really knows the scientific fact of fertilization. Do you find, though, that people are just growing even more insensitive, more immune to what they're seeing? Yeah, they know abortion is ugly, but you have uh, comedians bragging and laughing about right. their abortions now. That's true. The whole society has changed, I think. We're, we're not thinking things through hardly at all. Uh, we go by slogans, and you're right, they joke about abortion. Denial can go any direction and as far as it wants, so that uh, you take something as horrible as killing a, a child and make a joke out of it. But it's what's happening to our society. We become insensitive. I think uh, the 2020 Face the Truth Tour is a fresh reminder of what's happening near our homes, what's happening near my home, and the battle must go on. The battle between good and evil, right and wrong, and so on, has gone on from the beginning. And so you start out with one evil, one denial, you grow and grow in that until you become evil. You become evil and uh, it's you have a very a dangerous place in society because that will draw other people into evil. Good is exactly the other way. Joe, I think these graphic photographs 
that are shown during the Face the Truth tour humanize the baby victims of abortion. And I think that's especially important right here in Illinois, where our state's expansive abortion law dehumanizes the unborn and offers them no civil rights protection. Not only no protection for the unborn child, but actually money is granted for poor people to have free abortions. Uh, that makes it more acceptable, more available. Uh, abortion clinics stay open during the pandemic when they're closing all kinds of churches, and so, but the abortion clinics stay open and the abortionists go ahead plying their trade. And I know many, many ex-abortionists, people who learned that they couldn't, they had to quit doing abortions. I know uh, women who had abortions and then decided to fight against them. But in these times where people are so confused anyway, for people to go in and have a baby killed, it will have a reaction, not only on society, cheapening the human being, but also on the person having the abortion, causing them to live a life of a lie. They're living a lie. And eventually that lie comes home to them and they, ha they try to deny it for years. And then toward the end, when they're getting old and they realize they don't have this child or grandchildren and so on, they can become suicidal, they become depressed, they lose hope, and, and they don't think they can get better. I've yeah. met so many of them. If, if I were only, not even showing these pictures, just showing pictures of women uh, weeping and screaming and tearing their hair, because of the abortions. I would fight against abortion for the women because of the suffering they're going to go through. Does the Face the Truth tour, in a way, help to lay the groundwork for the upcoming 40 Days for Life prayer campaign to end abortion? They all work together, yes. The prayers are absolutely essential. Going out to the clinics is essential, and Ora et labora was the motto I lived under as a Benedictine monk for four years. And it's, uh, it's the motto to go by, pray and work. Do those two things. Don't just pray, but also put your prayer into action. And so that's what the truth to us are. That's what the 40 days is going to be. That's what all of our activities are. They're uh, prayer and work. The Face the Truth Tour is nonpartisan, but it seems to offer an indirect message to voters that they should vote for pro-life candidates and work for the election of pro-life candidates. Absolutely. Our, our government uh, is of the people, and the people should elect those who believe in the value of human life, in uh, the beauty of family, of marriage and so on. And so I would say a party that has in its platform support for abortion should never be voted for because you're voting for death. And a party that protects life, that tries to protect life at least, should be your party, always. I don't have to say which is which, but I, I could not be a Democrat. I could not possibly be a Democrat. You know, I told one of my church leaders that if they voted for a particular candidate, 
who supported abortion, even taxpayer-funded abortion, that the blood of the unborn would be on their hands right. for that vote. Am I off the mark? Not at all. You are on the mark. If you vote for uh, a candidate that supports abortion, you are voting for the killing of helpless, innocent children, period. You have to be totally pro-life to be uh, acceptable for a believing person, a person who believes in, in God and in life and so on. Uh, you, that you have to vote for candidates, and you can say, well, he's good on other issues. There's no issue greater than human life. Amen to that, Joe. This is Illinois Family Spotlight. When it comes to the life issue, is Illinois a lost cause? Joe Scheidler with the Pro-Life Action League responds after this. This is Albert Mogler for townhall.com. The Little Sisters of the Poor just won a big case at the Supreme Court, but the win goes far beyond the famous order of Catholic nuns. This decision is a big win for religious liberty and for moral conscience. In a 7-2 decision, the nation's highest court ruled that employers who have sincere religious or conscience beliefs against birth control cannot be forced to pay for contraception coverage under the Affordable Care Act, commonly known as Obamacare. The majority decision written by Justice Clarence Thomas came nine years after groups like the Little Sisters of the Poor protested that the Obama administration was forcing a violation of religious conscience through its rules on the Affordable Care Act. The court upheld a policy correction made by the Trump administration that restored religious liberty and included the right of conscience for employers. It took both the Trump administration and the Supreme Court to set this straight. Keep that in mind as you vote in November. I'm Albert Moeller. Thanks for joining Illinois Family Spotlight. Monty Larrick here along with Joseph Scheidler, the founder and president of the Chicago-based Pro-Life Action League. We're speaking during the league's annual Face the Truth Tour near the big Planned Parenthood abortion center in Flossmoor at uh, Governor's Highway and Volmer Road. Mr. Scheidler is the author of Closed, 99 Ways to Stop Abortion and Racketeer for Life. I recommend both books. Well, um, Closed 99 Ways is a little bit outdated now because we've got so many more ways. And I thought of rewriting, and I thought, oh, well, we've got the Internet and everything else. Uh, but Racketeer for Life is a story of uh, basically our being charged with racketeering for being pro-life and costing the abortionists money. We didn't make any money. But anyway, that uh, went through the courts for 20-some years, and we went to the Supreme Court three times, and finally were exonerated, got our house back and so on, and got a little stipend from uh, the National Organization for Women. But uh, it's an interesting book because it tells pretty much the history of activism in the United States, because I worked with uh, other groups all over the country, California, to, and even up in Canada and in uh, England and Ireland and France. We worked with some of the, the big names there that were pro-life leaders in their countries. So uh, it's, it's been an international effort to save life. Where can people pick up copies of your books? Well, they can always get it from Amazon, but they can get a, a signed copy from our office by calling 773 777 2900 
and there I'll sign the, their name and say something nice. <laughs> I hope they like the book. If not, send it back for a refund. It, we'll send it out right away. All right, and you just go to the website, ProLifeActionLeague.org. Joe, as you mentioned, uh, Illinois now denies civil rights for the unborn. There are essentially no restrictions on even late-term abortions, and taxpayers are forced to fund abortions. When it comes to the life cause here in Illinois, have we lost the battle? Do we just give up? Well, we have the worst law in the country because the, the doctors and the, and the politicians have discussed the fact that if the baby is aborted alive, the rule is you take care of it. It's a live-born baby. But in Illinois, the doctor and the woman, the abortionist and the woman, can decide whether or not to let the baby live. In other words, you can put it in a closet, let it lie on the table until it suffocates or stops breathing. And so actually our law allows even uh, codified murder, murder that's in the books. And Joe, our state is ready for the possibility of Roe versus Wade being overturned. Yeah. yeah, they don't want anything at all to threaten abortion in Illinois. Yeah, it's one of the worst abortion states in the nation along with New York and California and so on. Uh, even if Roe v. Wade were overturned, uh, they have provisions for making their own laws. Well, Joe, it really seems kind of dismal here in Illinois, on the life issue especially. How do we turn the tide? Well, as I said before, we pray and we work. We go out to the clinics. We go where the women go. We talk to them. We offer them help. We also come out here on the highways to let the man on the street. Maybe some woman driving by is going to an abortion. So we have a long, hard fight. We have to write, take every chance we get to go on radio or TV, get in the newspapers, be out in public, let people know who the candidates are, what they stand for, which ones are pro-abortion, which are pro-life, and so on. We have a big job to do. And uh, we know in the end we win because God wins. We're on God's side. There's no question about that. The devil is having his day all over the world, but he loses in the end. Well, here at the Face the Truth Tour in Flossmoor, there's a good sign that God is still on the throne because right across the street from Planned Parenthood is an Aid for Women pro-life pregnancy care center. Right. God is still at work. Oh, yes, and this is happening all over the country. We are putting up uh, assistance for women, aid for women, offices all across the country. We have three times more of them than the abortionists have clinics. And uh, more and more they're building these right across from the abortion clinic uh, so that the women have that choice to turn around and go get help immediately. But anyway, it's, it's a fight. I don't think we're losing the fight because I know many of the people who have turned around, doctors who have turned around, Tony Levitino and MacArthur Hill and, and just hundreds of doctors that we've had. We've made movies of them, Meet the Abortion Providers, Abortion, the Inside Story, abortionists that have become pro-life and are now working very hard to save babies. 
and mothers. Uh, the, the, the truth is getting out, probably more than we realize. But the fear is that our legislature will make abortion even more readily available here in Illinois with either the repeal or watering down of our Parental Notice of Abortion Act. Young girls having abortions without their parents' knowledge. That's right. Well, that's they've been doing that for years anyway. It's true that the state is pro-abortion. The lead, most of the leaders in the state are pro-abortion. But we still, it's a one-on-one. -on -one. You save one life at a time. You save one woman at a time. You can't just change society's mind on this overnight. People are going to have to think about it, hear about it, see it. It has to become an issue. And it's become too common and too easy to get and cheap or free. And uh, there's not much we can do about that. We try to, but working in Illinois legislatively is, is a tough, tough job. I have great admiration for the people in that work. I like the activist work right out here on the highway where I can have a woman pull over and say, I've canceled my abortion because of these pictures today. Joe, we face a tough fight in Illinois in particular when it comes to the life issue with so many uh, pro-abortion lawmakers in place. This election could make a little bit of a dent in that if uh, pro-abortion Democrats didn't have a super majority in the legislature. We've got wonderful people running for, for office who uh, we just have to vote for and get them in. And it gradually will change the legislature. But even when we had a majority, we got very little passed because either the governor will veto it or people just ignore it. It's amazing how many people, even when abortion clinics were more restrictive, there were, even, there were actually more abortions because nobody uh, in government uh, actually enforced these laws that made it harder to get an abortion. So I leave that to the legislators and I admire the ones that are running and I tell people to vote for only pro-lifers, but my job is on the street. I'm an activist, a street fighter, always have been, and probably will die at one of these uh, activities out on the highway. Joe, I'd like to get your thoughts on a couple of issues facing the nation right now. Black Lives Matter. That movement has been essentially silent on abortion and its impact in the black community. Well, why do you think that is? Well, it's pro-abortion. That's why it is. It doesn't give it, care anything about uh, black lives in the womb. Sounds good, Black Lives Matter, and they do. But when they cut off a whole uh, population, of the, the unborn black lives, they're just uh, putting on a show. And uh, so many of these organizations that pretend to be care about other uh, nationalities and races and so on are phony as baloney. Look at them tearing up things and running around uh, knocking over statues of Christ even because he was white or whatever. And so... You know, they call it the cancel culture. Yeah. I would go a couple steps further. It's the destroy culture. Oh, yeah. It's to annihilate if they can possibly do it. Get rid of anything good at all. So and then they're all basically socialist, communists, and want to change the country. They actually want to change our Constitution, change our way of life, and if the Democrats get in, say goodbye to America, 
the beautiful. It will be America the ugly. Well, I'd like to get your thoughts on the Supreme Court ruling in favor of the Little Sisters of the Poor and their fight against providing contraceptives and drugs that induce abortion. Now, Joe Biden is saying that if he's elected president, he would end the contraceptive exemption. Of course he would. He's for anything, anything that the liberals want. And they, they want the contraception, they want gay rights, they want gay marriage, they want abortion. All, all evil things they stand for. So uh, if you vote for him, you're voting for the destruction of America and our culture of uh, freedom and liberty and justice for all. By contrast, Donald Trump arguably has been our most pro-life president. What do you say? Absolutely. Donald Trump has attended our pro-life marches. He actually took part in, in the march last uh, January. Uh, he has cut off Planned Parenthood funding, and Trump has actually appealed to the pro-life movement, has taken advice from pro-life leaders, and as I say, was the first president ever to attend and speak at a pro-life march where he talked about the unborn by that name and talked about Christ and talked about God and really has been the best president we've ever had from the pro-life point of view. But let's say the outcome of the election doesn't go the life way. If that happens, what's our best way to fight on? Just fight on. Biden, Biden couldn't be president. He'd have to have somebody stand in for him, and they would have plenty. Uh, I mean, he really has a problem, and you can tell that. And the thought that, they, uh, that, that Biden would beat Trump is almost impossible to believe, but it would be disaster. Uh, but I don't think that'll happen. I think in the end, Trump will uh, triumph, and we'll have four more years of the Democrats trying everything they can do to ruin the country. But we need to vote. Oh, we got to vote. We need to vote pro-life and preferably vote in person to ensure that our ballot is counted. Well, yeah, I, I, this, this voting by mail, could, that could just be a nightmare. Uh, even by ballot, we have our problems. But um, if, they, if they watch it carefully and organize it carefully and we have a valid vote, I think that Trump will win. All right. Thank you so much. Joseph Scheidler, the president of the Chicago-based Pro-Life Action League, the founder of this wonderful organization, the author of Closed, 99 Ways to Stop Abortion and Racketeer for Life. Please support the work of the Pro-Life Action League. The phone number once again, Joe, is 773-777-2900. Thank you so much. Joseph Scheidler, fighter for life, a warrior for life a person who uh, is always on the front lines in the defense and the promotion of life. Well, if you believe in protecting and promoting life, then vote pro-life, as we've mentioned here. So make sure you are registered to vote, and if you have moved within the state or have changed your name, update your voter registration. It's easy to do. You can go to IllinoisFamily.org and click the Voter Registration tab and follow those simple instructions. And if you are a pastor or a leader in your church, please consider holding a voter registration drive at your church. It's legal, it's nonpartisan, it's patriotic. 
go to the revolving box on the IFI homepage and click Voter Registration Drive for more information. And please consider voting early to help avoid Election Day crowds and other barriers to the ballot box. And in-person voting helps to deter election fraud and is the best way to ensure that your vote is counted. Please support the work of the Illinois Family Institute. All donations are tax deductible. Tell your friends and families about Illinois Family Spotlight. Stay safe, stay active, and God bless. Thank you for listening to Illinois Family Spotlight. For more information, please visit us at ifiaction.org and look for us on Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to email us questions or comments, please do so at feedback at ifiaction.org. Until next time, stay engaged and keep your eyes on the prize.